And we are live. Welcome back to the Signal 50 podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. How are you this fine, moist evening? Yeah, moist and frozen <laughs> because it's snowing. Let it snow. Here it comes. Yeah, yeah. We, we got about five inches of wet, heavy snow here uh, where I live in the national capital region, the NCR. Uh, wet and heavy, nasty, long day. Sitting in the office, looking out the window, watching it snow, going, oh, crap, the ride home's going to suck. It just turned out to be wet. You know, the roads were just mm -hmm. wet. Some of the side streets were a little greasy, but uh, I don't think you're going to be, uh, you're going to be so lucky. I think you're going to get, you're going to get clobbered. <laughs> well, we live a little farther north than you do in the, uh, in the, uh, I'm going to call it the Avril Empire. And uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's cold, like 18 outside, I think the last time I checked. And uh, it's common. I guess they're they're forecasting uh, a foot to eighteen inches or something like that. So. Well, better you than me. Enjoy <laughs> that. Well, you know, welcome everybody to the Signal Fifty Podcast. We're glad to have you along on a Wednesday night. We wanted to get a show out tonight. Uh, some of the feedback we're getting from some of our listeners, and thank you very much for your feedback. Um, has has been, you know, hey, listen, you know, I don't watch the news anymore. Uh, I can't stand it. I listen to podcasts. I listen to your podcast. I really enjoy it, which is, you know, very flattering. Appreciate that. Uh, you all know who you are out there. There were several people that reached out to me um, and asked us to do a, a show kind of midweek, uh, you know, to break up the monotony a little bit, get a little bit more content out there and talk a little bit about the current events. And, oh, boy, is there a lot to talk about. What do you think? Yeah, you know, we, we talk about the current events, and uh, it's, it's great to hear people want to hear us. We're two average Americans, and we're patriots, and we are bringing you the, the latest uh, current events from our vantage points as the average American like you. And we do this, unfortunately, we have to do it from the – uh, the the anonymity uh, without showing our faces or telling you our names because we work in places where we would get canceled, fired, and lose everything because they'd come after us. So we're, I call it deep in blue territory, you know, behind the lines. Yes, behind but behind the granola curtain. But uh, you know, let's let's dispense with all that. Yep, we we want to bring you what we see going on from our point of view, which is what we would think would be probably our our listeners' point of view as well. We're just uh, two regular dudes uh, who went out and spent way too much money on broadcast equipment. Now we have a podcast. So and, there you go. But it and has that, it has that, been going since September. That's right. We are on our twenty second show, and uh, we are on Rumble, and we are on Parlor. And we sent uh, Zuck, Zuck, goodbye, and uh, Twitter, yes. no thanks. And we use YouTube because they're the only ones that can live stream at this moment, hoping that it changes sometime soon. Right. And, you know, and, and that brings me to a point. Generally speaking, uh, Bravo and I have a little, a little powwow before we go ahead and have a show. But, uh, you know, that brings me to something that I really want to talk about. And, and what I really want to talk about first up, we're going to get into some hard news, what's going on. We've got a little bit of time here as kind of a filler. I, I just want to talk a little bit about social media and, and how just, just how horrible it really is. I bailed off of Facebook and most of the social media platforms uh, a year ago last August. Mm. How's it feel? Liberating. Mm -hmm. People people say, well, did you see on Facebook? I said, nope. <laughs> Not at all. Well, you can see my pictures on, nope. 
can't, well, if you want to send me a picture, like text me or something, give me a phone call. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's get away from this whole social media thing. I think it's really not a good thing. And that includes Instagram and Snapchat and what other dumb things are out there. Twitter hey. is more of a, you know, it's, it's just a, Dumpster uh, it's, fire. it's just a dumpster fire. It's just bad. And and people just behave badly. I use Twitter as a news aggregator. I don't even, I don't even tweet on it. Um, like if something happens from one of the outlets that I do follow, like the Epic times, or I, I was following the Hill and I, I'm not following them anymore. Uh, the Washington examiner, I do follow them. And there's, there's a couple things like national weather service, a couple of the, you know, local fire departments in the, in the County. I, I follow them because it's, it's good to keep up that way. I mean, it works. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the old pager system, right? Mm-hmm. You know, something comes across an alert, boom, you got it. All right. Something you need to know. You can, you can choose what you need to know. Other than the things I need to know, I don't go out there looking for trouble. You know what, though, Alpha? I think I think it's important, though. I I was the same way. I I actually when 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 Zuckzuck there decided to start censoring and taking tweets or see tweets down, Facebook posts down, and and limiting what you can do, but selling our information. Uh, I dumped Facebook also, and I have a lot of family members that were upset because I couldn't see their picture. I said, "Did the same thing you did, Alpha. Just send me a picture, say hello, give me a phone call. You know that's fine, but I'm not. I'm not on Facebook anymore. I don't want it. I don't want any part of it. No. However, I am. It's interesting. Parlor, however, uh, and and Dan Bongino, credit to him. He he. You know, I started back in March of 2020. Been a member of Parlor. I I now have 520 followers. And they follow the show. We have our show pages also on Parlor. Uh, we're there's no restrictions. I don't have to worry about my data being sold. I'm not seeing ads pop up every five seconds. Um, it's a great media, and and there's a lot of people there that have the have similar and people that don't have similar thoughts. You know, you can kind of pick out who the trolls are, but there's a lot of people there that are getting the information out there. We're seeing things that you can never find on Facebook, especially when Facebook was was throttling posts and things like that. So that, and and we're not surprised. We're staring at zero right now. There, Alpha, with no one, no one on the the video podcast with no, us. No, but that, but that's okay because we'll put it out on Rumble. We'll use yep. this and we'll take advantage of Google's, uh, you know, capabilities, and we'll go ahead and aggregate the video and we'll we'll go put it somewhere else. Right, which is Rumble. Absolutely. And Rumble, we now have 370-some-odd followers. Right and now. thank you very much, everybody, for you know trusting us with your hour or, well, maybe two a week. And I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. That's great. Do. You know, there's, there's something important I want to point out about social media. And, it, and something that people really forget. It's free to sign up, right? Sure. Guess what the product is? You. That's correct. You are the product. You, your information, your habits, your browsing habits, your targeted advertisements, you are being marketed to. And they are selling your information to the highest bidder that sell products and target market to you. And they use your information for demographic study and and all sorts of different things. They can track where you are, who you talk to, who you interact with. It is a... 
an incredible data collection tool that was invented, uh, or it has become an incredible uh, data collection tool. Everywhere you go, everything you shop for, everything you look at on your phone, everybody you talk to, everybody you interact with, every picture you put in just adds to the data and adds to the data. It's just and amazing thing. It's interesting, Alpha, you bring all that up. What do they do with all that data? What do they, what do they, you know, you, you, they know what store you go to, they know where you drove, they know how fast you got there, they know what you're, what you're searching. All this stuff is, is being tabulated. And what ends up happening is people like Zuck Zuck, who I'm going to call him from now on, he has the money and he has that arrogance. He's an arrogant person, this, this Zuck Zuck. And what happens is he has all this money and he starts playing God with a little G where he takes that money, he starts putting it into people that he feels follows his narrative. Remember, he's, he has all this power. He has all this power. This article in the National Pulse by Natalie Winters, uh, it, was, it was actually done the 16th of, of December, uh, which is today, talks about how he spent half a billion dollars to coerce states to adopt a pro-Democrat turnout measure. Now, this was brought by the Amistad Project, the uh, former uh, attorney general from Kansas, uh, went through this whole thing. They followed the money. Uh, and that's, you know, that, that seems to be the best way to find out what they did. And basically what they did was they leveraged $500 million in funding for dark money apparatus, 10 nonprofits, giving them the keys of the kingdom when it comes to voting. And they went out and they, they, he, he basically pushed the election to the direction he wanted. So what happens when he has all that data and all that money? This is what happens. It's disgusting. You have to think that a half a billion dollar investment in that kind of data collection and dealing that kind of data around into political campaigns is worth far more than a half a billion in cold cash. Mm -hmm. What's it worth? A hell Influence. of a lot more. Influence. Power control it's really bad so anyhow guys and gals out there in the audience i would highly encourage you to reconsider your life choices and social media and again yeah i mean it's actually you're not checking facebook all the time and they're not following you but um there is a way to do it uh without now just kind of going off into another direction here about news media um and that whole idea of controlling the narrative, which if you're not familiar, I'm sure everyone is, but when you hear about narrative, you're talking about a certain point of view or a certain idea that gets pushed out there, repeated, 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 repeated. And what ends up happening is you tell a lie enough, it becomes the truth. And that's what we're seeing right now. So depending on what media sources you, you follow, depending on where you get your news from, you can be informed, and you can think for yourself. And I, 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 I am a firm believer that we need to be able to think for ourselves and find out the information and what the media is failing at miserably. And we all know this. You're all out there. You all know this. 
the, the media is not providing the information. They're telling us a story, not the story. And here is an example. Breitbart, one of my favorite sources to go to, uh, do some great reporting. They're now, I, I, had, this, I had this question from, the other, from last uh, show on Sunday, Alpha. What's going on with, uh, who's, who, why is this all happening? And how in God's green earth can we have all these people in power who swear on the, swear to the, you know, on the Bible to uphold the Constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic, and, and to uphold these constitutions, not only from the country of the U.S., but also their state that they live in, live in why would, what would cause them to turn around and say, eh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forego that oath I took and throw it in the toilet? Well, here it is. It's China. It's all about money. Money, money, money. They are funneling money and influence like it's going out of style, and this is their... This is their playbook, and I urge you all to go to Breitbart News. Use you know, have them as as a tab stop for your news in the morning or in the afternoon. And uh, this national intelligence uh, report that's supposed to be coming out, they're the deep state is pushing this. They don't want this out there because they're 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 uh, they're also a source of this. The deep state wants their own agenda. They want control. They want power. What does everyone want? Power. What does it do? Corrupt. And here you go. They're gonna. They're trying to sub, subdue this. Now we all know President Trump is not, not, oblivious to the fact that China has their hands all over this, and I don't think he would even accept it, even if uh, Radcliffe was uh, dumb enough to not include this. So, um, in, in fact, you may, you may, the president may have to take a couple of days and go to those people and put them in his office and say, you want to tell me again why China is not part of this report or why you're trying to subdue it? And then sick a, uh, a, a, a U.S. attorney on him <laughs> and arrest him for treason? I mean, here we go. You know, President Trump doesn't well, have anything to lose anymore. He's well, not, you're, you know, you're exactly right. And here's the thing that everybody seems to forget. They can deep six whatever they want, and they can try to cover up their dirt all they want. You know, Donald Trump has got the he's got the the means and the methodology where he can just go ahead and drop a tactical nuke right in the middle of the whole thing and assign special counsels. He he could have the justice. All right, now let that that leads us to another topic. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll talk about Bill Barr in just a minute. All right. Mm -hmm. Everybody seems to forget, you know, as long as a special counsel was, uh, you know, investigating a Republican, it was, you know, it was like, oh, you know, you can't fire the special counsel. That would be obstruction of justice. Well, now the worm has turned, my friends. Wait until you see how many special counsels get appointed in the next month. <laughs> <laughs> you've I, got I, you've got Durham out there, and no, everybody seems to think that Durham isn't doing anything. And mm -hmm. I, I got news for you: I, I don't think that's the case. Mm -hmm. I think that there's there's some serious serious shit going to happen. Mm -hmm. I still I, I'm holding out hope. I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I we all know that there was a whole lot of mis, misdeeds that that went down in the past you know several years. We all know it. Uh, number one, number two. Barr, before he left the door, he gave uh, Durham 
four years as a special counsel. That man and 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 broaden the scope. That man can do a hell of a lot of damage in four years, right? Now, imagine how many more special counsels could come before the end of Trump's term. How many? Oh, at least two. At least two. I would say if there are three special counsel investigations going on within the government right now or, you know, after the inauguration, I think some serious some serious business is going to happen. So the question that I have is for for you, Alpha. What do you is Bill Barr? Was he was he part of the deep state, or did he do his job like a stealth bomber? As X twenty two report kind of talked about yesterday in his uh, in his report, which uh, I would strongly recommend people listen to. Uh, he's he's on top of everything. He's got he's got some in, incredible sources, um, but. I, I'm. I think he did his job and he did it well. I, I don't know if he's. I mean, uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know either. I don't know either. You're asking me. You're asking me what I think, and here's mm-hmm. what I think. I think Bill Barr is is a good guy, um, mm-hmm. and I think Bill Barr is probably up against a machine that you and I and and everybody else listening can't comprehend. I think the man did a lot of damage to the machine and to the mm-hmm. globalists. I, I really do believe that. Um, did he quit or did he get fired? I I think he. I don't know. I I think he I think he quit. Mm-hmm. I think he quit. I think he said, "Okay, my work here is done, and I just want to go away now." And we don't know what he's what what he set up he's he's a brilliant guy mm-hmm. i don't know what he set up at the first at first blush you'd be like oh that son of a bitch he didn't do anything he's worthless i hear that all the time mm-hmm. nobody's in handcuffs or jumpsuits we don't know we don't know we don't know what durham's gonna do and, and that's uh, part of the excitement isn't it i think well i think now is an excitement but i think everyone has to understand at least my understanding of a special counsel alpha is this they don't hand out reports. They hand out subpoena uh, indictments. Absolutely correct. They don't. They do reports. not. They do not go around broadcasting who they're going to, who they're, who they're interviewing, who they're seeing, no. who they're. Uh, you know what? Uh, nah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no grand juries. Grand juries don't just sit there and hear stuff for for their health. You know. And if you look at Mueller, let's let's look back at Mueller for a second. The you, you can see the difference. Uh, you know what's going to happen between uh, an incompetent special counsel, which Mueller was, and I'm hoping they put Ken Starr on the on the election fraud uh, special counsel. They're going to need that one for that. They're going to need one for Biden. They're going to need one for. Uh, they got one for the the Russia hoax, uh, which uh, Dar- um, Durham. Durham is uh, is running the show on that one. But the minute I, I think I think it's about now where you're going to start seeing people getting arrested for that Russia hoax, um, and and the and the General Flynn uh, hoax also. Um, I again it's. The election has happened, and I know that that was a handcuff for President Trump. Trump, in my opinion, he couldn't do. He had to. He had to play nice in the sandbox, 
And what happened was he got stabbed in the back multiple times. He got stabbed in the back by the Senate. He got stabbed in the back by the House. Of, oh, my God, the House did it. And now the courts. They're all turning their back on him. And what's happening is President Trump is now looking around and saying, you screwed me, you screwed me, you screwed me. Now it's my turn. <laughs> and, well, it's, it's the, you know, what's the most dangerous thing in the entire universe? An animal that's cornered. Or or uh, or somebody who has nothing left to lose, right? Yeah. So these people better understand that that he's he's a very dangerous man to them, and they're going to go after him when he's out. You know what? Bring it. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Go after me, like New York State is going after his corporation now. You know he doesn't care. There's nothing to hide. He's mm-hmm. the man's the most investigated person on the face of the earth. They haven't been able to catch him on anything because he hasn't done anything. Correct. All right. So here's, here's the thing. You're exactly right. That special counsels don't write reports. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I really need to see people in handcuffs. Mm -hmm. It, it, it occurs to me that in this country, all of a sudden you have half of the country and I feel like we're like little Clark Kent's running around, right? Well, we're little Dudley do rights, mm-hmm. us Republican people, you know, with our pocket protectors and our glasses. And, you know, we follow the rules and we wait for the crosswalks. And, you know, we, we just follow all those rules. And, you know, we just want to be free and leave us alone. We'll follow your rules. Just kind of leave us alone. And then there's the other side of the country that just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're walking around like a bunch of rubes, like the Democrats are just so much smarter than we are. I don't think that's the case. Mm -hmm. I think they're just, I think a lot of them are just really horrible people. Mm -hmm. They're horrible, power hungry, totalitarian, communist assholes. And if you don't like what I just said, I don't care. Okay. Show me you're not a totalitarian dickhead. Mm-hmm. Look what these governors and municipalities are doing. President Trump did not bring misery to this country from this virus. It no. was all of the local leadership. Cuomo, Whitmer, Whitmer, uh, even even uh, a Republican governor, Hogan. What a disgrace that Newsom. that shit is. Newsom, Newsom, you name it. Um, our the county where I live, and we just backed off to. You can't have hundred more than 150 people in a retail establishment, any retail establishment. You can't have indoor dining at all. You can't have outdoor dining at all. You have to only do takeout. You can only do delivery. It just, it just doesn't stop. No, and it, it, it's not going to stop because they want the pain to continue. They need this to control. There's two things that you're, what we're describing right now, in my opinion. Again, we're, we talk about the news and we talk about our opinion that relates to us being the Americans that are being affected by it because we are exercising our, our First Amendment rights. And here's what, I, here's what I'm thinking. As long as the pain continues, they control the narrative. The, the virus was, instead of a war, which you really couldn't start a war without literally blowing the place up and not having anything left, but in order to get influence and to control people, this virus was was brought upon us. It doesn't have again, we went through this in previous shows. 
it, it's the death rate is not that is not high at all. It's very contagious, but it doesn't kill people. There's a vaccine coming out, which put a, a shot in the arm against you. Ready for this, Alpha? The central banks and this great reset and the dark winter that is being talked about by Dunderhead Biden, who believes that it's going to be a dark winter, is 100 percent. The uh, President Trump is stopping the deep state from putting it into effect this great um, reset so that it's a globalist community and everyone's controlling you and I and our ability to make decisions that's best for us um, and, and, and throw away all the protections we have of the Constitution. So that's, that's where that this is all coming from. Oh, and, I completely agree. It's just it's just unbelievable. Um, and, and how do you how do you go about? And I have I, for our podcast listeners, uh, go and find Ben uh, Garrison's uh, cartoons. This is this is probably one of the best political cartoons. I love political cartoons since I was a kid. This one uh, it, it it describes how they're getting control, uh, and I'm talking about China now. That. Um, you make bang bang with fang fang and give you money. Me love you long time. And they're talking about the Chai Com and it shows uh, fang fang who, who has been pictured with numerous people in power, mayors, uh, congress, congressmen, uh, you name it. And she just manipulates all of them and puts them in a trance and they're singing. They're, they're all singing. Well, it's the it's the oldest trick in the book. It's the oldest intelligence gathering and and spy trick in the book. It's it's get a get a cute young lady to go ahead and play the honeypot. Mm -hmm. It's it's the oldest trick in the book. Uh, it's it's disgusting. Um, it's an infiltration. It's a it's a an invasion, um, and it's and China wants what we have. They want him on, under their control. And there's a lot of people that are under their control with a lot of uh, ex, um, extortion. And, and anyone who's in power is afraid of losing power. And look at the courts. There are pictures of, uh, again, there's all kinds of things out there. I, 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 don't, I can't confirm the sources, so I won't go in there. But you, you don't think that the decisions that when, when you sit there as, a, as myself and I hear a decision made by John Roberts about making the Affordable Care Act, it's not a penalty, it's a tax. When we were told it wasn't a tax in the first place and you stop and you say, wait a minute, this, there's a penalty, but now it's not a penalty, but it's a tax, it's not a tax. Uh, what is it? What is it? What are we supposed to believe? And that, to me, is something's got, someone's got something over him. He's making stupid decisions that would otherwise get you tossed out on your rear end if you're in the business that I'm in and making decisions like that affecting people's lives. You would lose your license. You'd get thrown out and sued at the same time. They're in positions of power. They don't have to worry about losing it because they're in there for life. Right. And senators and congressmen, all they care about is getting reelected or keeping that power because they it makes them feel better because inside they have no principles, and they're small-minded 
people, weak-minded people that have nothing but what makes, you know, everyone calling him senator and fawning all of them over him. You think this Fang Fang, as beautiful as she was, came up to someone with a low self-esteem? She can manipulate that person to the end of the, t- end of the day and get anything out of, out of them they want it and the complete obedience. And that's what happened. It's the oldest profession in the world, my friend. It's the oldest profession in the world. And, and I hate to say it. Uh, it just is what it is. Listen, you know, mm-hmm. there, everybody's in the business of manipulating everybody. And I found this example. And, and this, mm-hmm. is, this just makes me sick. Uh, I'm going to share something with everybody here, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, out, of, out of all due respect for the dearly departed here, Willis Diefendorf, uh, he's, he's a gentleman who was a businessman in upstate New York. And and he died of COVID. I'm gonna I'm gonna share a headline with everybody, and and I want you to I want you to look at this, and I want you to think very critically about this. Can you see that? Well, why don't you read it for our podcasters? Today's obituary: Willis Diefendorf, businessman who loved the water, skiing, dies of COVID and kidney disease. Okay. Anyhow, enough said. Um, yeah, there it is. Did he die of COVID or did he die of kidney disease? I think he died of kidney disease, don't you? I agree. Yep. See you later. I Sorry, agree, Willis. Alpha. Sorry, Willis. You were, eight, you were 88 years old and, and you died of kidney disease, not COVID. See ya. Sorry. Can I, I want to share a story with everyone that's out there listening. Um, and not, you know, I was on a, uh, on a, uh, on an event, uh, the other day, uh, a lot of you know that we are involved in uh, a couple different things and how you, li- you know, what we talk about, you can kind of hear where we're coming from. So I was on, I was on a, on a call the other day, terrible accident, um, and a driver lost control of the a big, uh, rig they were driving and wound up, um, losing control and suddenly losing his life. I won't go into too much detail, but it was, it was a pretty nasty accident. And at the time, you know, it was, it was a long investigation and he was pronounced at the scene, right? It was instantaneous. He didn't suffer. The problem that I had was after, um, myself and my, and the people I work with got him out of this, 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 you know, this twisted pile of metal that rested up against a tree. The uh, the last thing they did before they they took them, you know, gave, we always treat them with respect. They took a COVID test. And I said to myself, and that is important because why? Uh, and if and I still haven't seen the, you know, they haven't come out of the report yet. If I see that he died of a COVID death, that's not a COVID death. Right. <laughs> it's uh, sudden deceleration syndrome. That killed him. Deceleration trauma, as we as we like to call it. Okay, everybody, you you've you've guessed it. We're all we're all firemen. You've guessed it. That's it. It's the secrets out. Bravo. Yeah, that, among other things that we've done. <laughs> uh huh. Secrets out. Anywho, yeah, we've seen uh, we've seen it all. Mm-hmm. We've seen human beings at their finest and at their worst. Uh, generally speaking, people are ho- horrible <laughs> most of the time. People are just horrible to one another. Once in a while, when you find mm-hmm. that, when you find that little ray of sunshine out there, and that little ray of hope, when somebody does the right thing, 
it's really a pleasant surprise. So mm -hmm. we look for the bright side of everything. But, uh, you know, look, back to uh, uh, Swalwell mm -hmm. and, and his girlfriend, Fang Fang. <laughs> Does anybody see a problem here? Diane Feinstein's got a little Chinese spy problem, too. Uh, Swalwell's got a Chinese spy problem. Uh, They're everywhere. Schiff's got a problem. They've all mm -hmm. got problems. It's really interesting, isn't it? And, and, that, and there's the reason why you have people turning the other way, not doing their job. I, if I hear another, it's fake, the, the, the fraud is not real, uh, and, and calling all of us nuts and crazy, um, I got to tell you, that there's, there's a big issue out there, isn't there? I have, a, I have a bigger issue. I have a very, a very large issue. Does anybody know how a security clearance works? Um, I've gone through uh -huh, uh -huh. a couple and, of them. And, yeah. Anyhow. Okay. Let's, let's wrap it up in, in a nutshell for the listeners out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you have a security clearance, there are several different levels of security clearance. There's, you know, confidential level, there's, you know, public trust, confidential, secret, top secret, top secret, uh, special compartmentalized information, TSSCI with poly, and then there's there's levels above that that are that are way beyond my comprehension. Okay, these Congress people, my understanding is they're all at the top secret level. They they get a clearance at the top secret level, right? And as part of that, you are continually background investigated. And when you meet with a foreign national, you have to declare who that person is to DSS. And DSS will do a background info investigation on the foreign national that you interact with, you know, whatever. And you have to disclose your interactions with foreign nationals. And in my line of work, I bump into foreign nationals all the time. So it's a real pain in the ass for me. Okay. And once in a while, they give you a call and they say, hey, what'd you guys talk about? Right? You get where I'm headed? Um, so would someone that supposedly claims that they won a very high office that needs, oh, I don't know. I'm not even sure what the level of clearance is for a uh, president. Um, super uh, duper top secret, whatever. Yeah, way, 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 way far beyond the level of comprehension that you and I have. Yeah. I, you have to go through that clearance also, and they're just going to give it to them. He can't even remember. I mean, he did spill the beans that this was going to be the highest. Uh, they have the best uh, fraud operation going uh, before the election happened. Yeah, and, and no one picked that up. Well, I mean, you and I picked it up. But did anyone else pick it up? No. Well, that, well that's, that's not even it. I'm talking about, you know, look, you know, you got, you got Swalwell. We'll call him, we'll call him Smallpecker. He, <laughs> he goes and he meets this little Chinese chickie. Mm-hmm. And on, on your standard form 88, you've got to list all the foreign nationals you have come into contact with. Hmm. Full stop. Who didn't investigate? Who let it slide? A Chinese intelligence agent's going to stick out like a shanker sore. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I've got news for you. 
there's a whole lot of dropping the ball going on in Washington, D.C., playing fast and loose with our national security interests. And that really is quite bothersome, don't you think? Yep. Yes, it is. So I think I think it goes way beyond what we what we can see. And mm-hmm. it, it's really quite disgusting. And yeah. it, enough is enough. So anyhow, what, what do we want to talk about next? There's there's so, so I wanted, much going on. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to kind of uh, go continue down the road of uh, what happens when people call you a fraud or calls you know calls calls you crazy or a conspiracy theorist or what are you going to do when uh, all the you know you have no proof oh you're you're talking nonsense Trump's the Trump's the bad guy he's not giving it up well let me let me have you let me give you some uh, we 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 want to bring something here that you. You can utilize to to if you can get them to sit down and watch it. Now this is this is on the Epic Times again, the official go to source for the Signal Fifty podcast, and it, and this is a this is a, a ninety minutes of your time. I would strongly recommend you watch it, um, and, it, and uh, it's basically uh, um, the uh, Joshua Phillip is is the reporter that's in it and go and. Go, does a wonderful job and it's very well done and all the little pieces of the information that before now before you know when it first came in the election and we you first heard the inkling of something was stolen or this was this was rigged and people are saying no there's no proof there's no proof he took every little piece and puts it all together and who's stealing america is a must 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 uh watch it's found on the Epic Times. It'll be on the. There'll be a link in our our show notes available for you to watch. Uh, as the snow is falling, this is a great thing to watch and, and get it. Oh, oh, it's amazing! Absolutely and, amazing. And, and one more thing, Doctor Shiva won his court case. Did he really? He did. I didn't hear that. That is awesome. I heard that about. Uh, I was this many days old when I learned it. He won here a little while ago, and they're going to hear it. Uh, it's moving forward. So, is that something they can use against uh, yes. what's going on now? Yeah, really? Absolutely. Yes, it's got a lot to do with the Dominion voting system and a bunch of other. Oh, things. yeah. So you know, you mean the well, Supreme Court's taking it? I'm not sure the Supreme Court's taking it. The Massachusetts uh, higher courts of Massachusetts are hearing it. Oh my goodness gracious! How about that? How about that? Wow! If they can, oh, Warren is in big trouble. Oh, she could be. She yeah. could be in very large trouble. Elizabeth Warren, um, she's, um, long story short, I, I, I had opportunity to sit in a room with her once. Mm-hmm. Once, huh? Was that too many? Uh, she makes my skin crawl. Oh, she's, uh, she's so horrible. And there's someone, and you want to talk about this. She's an act- She's an actress. Yeah, okay. she, when she's in front of the camera, she's one person. When she's in a room, talking business, she's a completely different person. Um, she's very much a chameleon. Wow, what a what a snake! She is uh, a snake. chameleon, or chameleon, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I I oh, makes me makes my skin crawl. I know. It was terrible. I had all I could do to control myself. So it was pretty we bad. talked just for uh, we did talk about Doctor Shiva the last time. Uh, that was that's amazing. He won his case. Good for him. Uh, I hope it. I hope it. You know, it brings to light this disgusting uh, system uh, uh, of this so-called voting system. It, it, 
for anyone to have the ability to change votes, and, and also in that discussion, with, with, and Dr. C was talking about your vote gets knocked down to one fifth or three fifths or something. It just it make it just makes me angry. And if you think about back in the 1800s when when uh, blacks, uh, you know, and, re- and slaves, they were they were counted as three fifths and not as a whole person. And I mean, you want to talk about institutional uh, racism? That's institutional racism. There are policies in place to to, to discriminate against someone because of the color of the skin. That's the te- that's the technical, not this definition today. That's right. crap. That's right. real racism. And, and those were Democrats. And and. Those were those slaves uh, that were free, and and the and the South at the time didn't want to give them their freedom truly. So they found subversion. You know, they they subverted their vote. They they took away their freedoms in other ways. They said equal, separate but equal. I mean, they just find all kinds of ways to to keep the power in their back pocket, and it's disgusting. But let me tell you something: if if this is what's going on right now in this voting system. All of our, all of us are slaves because our votes were discounted because you, of the person you, that we voted. You are nothing but a battery for the system. Mm-hmm. You're nothing but a battery. You're just an Everetti copper top. You know, it's just like it's just like the Matrix. Everything that you see is an illusion, and everything behind the scenes is is the real game. Okay, and unfortunately, we're caught in a game, and it's not a game that you or I or anybody else. That, that average people can get out of the the best that we can hope for as as normal regular people is to live a good life leave something good for our kids and after we kick the bucket have somebody say hey you know that person was a really good person he really did some neat things for people uh really nice person he was harmless he didn't he, he stood up for what was right he was a good person that's the best we can hope for okay that's all we want and they're making it really hard, isn't it? Aren't they? Mm. It's really a terrible thing. Um, just terrible what's going on now. I, I can't even stand it anymore. It's really interesting that you bring up the three-fifths of a person uh, mm-hmm. uh, discussion. There's there's a lady that I work with, and and she's she's just a great, great gal. She's a little bit older than us. Um, mm-hmm. she's she's had quite the quite the life. She's she's got a master's degree, she's quite brilliant. She's she happens to be a uh, person of color and she's funny and she's she's super smart and I really truly enjoy her company. We were having a conversation the other day and you know she she was a history teacher at one point mm-hmm. in, her, in her career and she says something along the lines of I cannot understand why black people today would vote for a democrat because to a Democrat, you're nothing. You're not even a person. You're three fifths of a person. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, tell me more." <laughs> you know, and she went on and on and on, and it's it's pretty amazing. And and I can't believe certain people fa- still fall for this crap, and they and they buy it hook, line, and sinker. It's it's unfortunate, and it's just a systemic generational problem that we have in this mm-hmm. country we people just cannot break free to start thinking for themselves and mm. the problem that people have with Donald Trump is he was a free thinker he's going to do his own thing 
Nobody controlled him. He marched to the beat of his own drummer. And I got news for you. Everyone says, oh, he was this, he was that, he was bad, he's all this. I've never known a president to follow the Constitution quite like him. Mm -hmm. He kept it right between the lines. He didn't do anything crazy. Mm -hmm. It's it's insanity what's going on. Anyhow, I, I've ranted enough. But three-fifths of a person... That was a real interesting discussion that her and I had, and, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm blessed to know her. She's she's quite a she's quite a gal. Wow, a uh, lot of fun. She's mm -hmm. she's just super smart. I enjoy her very very much. Mm -hmm. it, we we laugh together quite a lot. She's she's a great gal. That's great. She's awesome. So yeah, and that that was something else that I um, I was um, picked up on from some reading that I was doing um, from the Epic Times and, and just very amazing uh, it's an amazing discussion um one last thing i wanted to you know today uh during a senate hearing about the the, vo the voter fraud which i think is an important step to get the special counsel assigned because i think this was this was perfect uh, to do this when you have the and uh, the past dhs uh person that swore up and down that the election was Secure and fair. Yeah, my rear end it was. Yeah, right um, after a giant hack. Right. You know, it was hackable. It was, you know, it was, it was totally full of uh, back doors and manipulated. And, you know, statistics don't lie. I, I'm, I'm not even close to being a statistician. Uh, but when anyone just looks at these spikes, you know, when you have a straight line going up and not a curve uh, of data coming in, uh, it's, it's wrong. It's it's an anomaly, and these anomalies are, they you know they have to call them that, but they're really cheating sessions. You know when you stop the count, and you say uh, there's a water main break, and everyone runs out of the you know they push everyone out saying get out, get out, get out, and then they start pulling ballots out from under the table, and they're saying well there weren't suitcases, there were official ballots, and they were there for yeah my rear end. They're they're actually showing evidence to show that they were printed in China and brought over and then they were distributed and that's where that trailer that the driver uh had had stolen from him when he left it in the parking lot that the the mail the mail uh, tr uh, tr uh truck driver he basically you know he no one's listening to him and the, and the government's not paying attention doing their job either but today they had a hearing and it went i reasonably well it gets the information out there and you have ron johnson uh uh, was called a liar by the Michigan uh, uh, Johnson uh, Senator Johnson, and uh, you see on the on the screen here for those who can't see it, this is the the person that uh, swore up and down that there was nothing wrong with this election. So again, they're trying to tell you a story; it's not the story. So uh, this is this is definitely uh, <laughs> shake your head and say, ah, duh. Who knows? It, it's it's crazy. We live in. We live in. I, I don't want to live in interesting times. I want to live in a time when things are the way they're supposed to be, and they're not being perverted for someone's uh, power-hungry uh, needs and uh, uh, command over my life. And that's really what well, it comes down to. Well, may you may you live in interesting times is an ancient Chinese curse. They can have it back. Exactly. Uh, that's all I'm saying. They can have a lot of stuff back. You know, you got you got a lot of landmass. You got a billion people over there. Go, go back and stop trying to dominate the world. Go away. That's that's what I have to say about it. Not well, that they they're going to listen to me. Ruin their own country. Now it's time for them to move forward and ruin everybody else. I mean, 
enough. I, I yeah. don't need any more. I don't need any more rubber dog crap from from China. You know, I don't want to buy anything from China anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I, I don't want to see anything more from China. We should. We should. Trump was absolutely right. These people are horrible, and he knew all along. That's why he sanctioned the crap out of them, and he imposed and he imposed the the sanctions on him and the tariffs on them that he did because he knew what you they were up to the whole time. Yep, and he was getting the better of them. So what better way to get back at us? Oh, collude with the Democrats and release a virus, and and we got to you know we spent so much money and we've invested all this money in these Democrats. Mm-hmm. And look what this guy just did! Holy crap! Oh, let's get. Well, I know what we can do. Hold, hold my, uh, hold my sake or hold my beer. I got this. <laughs> and they released the 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 Wuhan flu. It turns this country upside down. You got the willing Democrats and the globalists trying to tear us apart, make us tear ourselves apart, and it's working. Mm-hmm. And it's really the scary part, isn't it? Yeah. Good God. Yeah. It's enough. It's enough. People are starting to stand up. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's time for a little bit of civil disobedience. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a um, you can find it online uh, on Rumble. There was a, a store owner in California, uh, and the health department is jerking him around, uh, saying that he has to close. Uh-huh. Basically, said he violated a whole bunch of stuff, and you know he wanted his tables outside. He was protesting, and they said he had to close down. And there, it's a video basically showing how he's having everything taken away from him, his livelihood, his ability. And I, I'm going to throw this out there. And if anyone's listening and, you know, we have passed this around, Alfred, do you want to take a guess at what the percentages of spread of this Wuhan virus BS when you're in a restaurant? You want to just take a guess? Like less than 0.01%? Yeah, a little. It's 1.4%. 1.4% spread. This virus spreads when people are in close contact more than two hours for a longer period of time. That's when it spreads. So family members, gatherings. Yes, I know the social distancing thing. I'm tired of saying it. Um, it's, it has more detrimental, detrimental effect. Um, but if you're not around someone or in their space where they can pass this on to you, you're not going to get it. Now, having a mask on has been shown not to do anything except cause worse problems with oral hygiene. We went through this last show. Um, but restaurants, and if you think about it, I've heard this uh, described by uh, many, many people that we listen to, Dan Bongino, everyone else. You think the virus is smart enough to know that you're in a restaurant and the, the, the waitress or the waiter bringing stuff over to you that has a mask on and you don't have a mask on, it's not going to go into you there. But it's going to go, you know, if you're right, if you're right. in a small store or if you're in a big box store. False premise. It's, a fa- yeah. it's all a false premise because right. the masks don't work. Masks don't work. Okay, enough. We, we've, we've beaten that up. And everybody mm-hmm. that's listening to us, we're talking into an echo chamber. Okay, first of all, masks don't work. They don't work. Mm-hmm. The, the, the piece of T-shirt you're wearing across your face doesn't stop diddly. Mm-hmm. If you can smell yourself pooping in the mask, it's not going to stop anything. Period. (laughs) If it fogs your glasses up when you're wearing glasses, it's not stopping anything. Mm -hmm. Okay? So everybody just needs to stop. We follow the science. No, you don't. 
You follow the narrative. Stop it. I wish they would. I wish they would follow the science. Uh, honestly, I do too. And and they're not so. going to because it doesn't suit their purposes, right? Right. So you know, look on on a brighter note. On a brighter note, this war has to end sometime. Right. Yep. It's got to stop. Um, we're rapidly approaching. Uh, people's limit of of tolerance um mm -hmm. i know that this this whole thing has screwed my life up completely mm -hmm. it screwed everybody's business up people are really sick and tired of it yep and in at what point do people just stand up and say enough is enough no more of this shit it's enough there's they are doing it the problem is that when when you have everything against you and it's not the message is not getting out there or the message they want you to hear is getting out there then you you really you you unfortunately you you lose out because you you're, you're like you mentioned an echo chamber uh we know people are listening to us we get comments that you know they want to hear what we have to say and we're honored for people to to want to hear us um and it may feel that a lot of us don't have anything to do but we do we can write letters to our representatives they they know when you get a letter when they get slammed with mail and you're not in there they think that you know once this voting thing gets resolved and we go back to paper again <laughs> which i think is a is a must um i think you're gonna see uh you know a, a, big, a big change and it just has to has to fester and we have to have faith that it's gonna do what it's supposed to do that all things are gonna work out in the end well i hope so well, listen, you know, listen, we're coming up on the hour. It's midweek show. You know, everybody's got, uh, we're, we're, you know, hump days over. Now we're in the home stretch to the weekend. And then we're in the, we're in, we're in short final to the holidays. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't go, don't go see your kids. It would be a bad idea. Baloney. Go see your kids. Because COVID. <laughs> go see your kids. You know, be with go, your family. Go do what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, look, let's just put it to you this way. The CDC numbers came out on death rate. We're, we're, we're lagging behind last year. We're just not dying fast enough from this devastating Wuhan flu. Mm. Okay. So it's all a load of crap. It's a load of crap. Kidney yep. disease and, and COVID. Okay. Awesome. Anyhow, moving on. So, you know what? Listen, we're at 54 minutes. We've, we've pretty much beaten the horse. We're gonna uh, we're gonna see what's gonna happen in the next few days. You got the executive order report uh, from the DNI that should be coming out any day. There's rumors that it could be delayed, but that's probably fake news. It we'll is, that's to, fake news. Are you I kidding it's me? Fake. It's, it's yeah. coming out. I think Rat, Radcliffe is all over it. Um, <laughs> that's going to be interesting. I'm gonna we're gonna have to do a whole show to talk about what that really means. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not sure what that really means. So you know what? Look, everybody out there, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, Bravo! Thanks for your time tonight. I know it's the middle of the week, and and we wanted to uh, we wanted to snap something out there for everybody. Yep. Um, Anytime. You know, hey, listen, uh, tough time of year for a lot of folks. Uh, be as generous as you possibly can. Uh, help the people that you think need the help most directly. Don't rely on a government agency to help anybody. You know, go out and do a little direct action help. If 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 you find somebody that's truly in need, do the best you can do. That's that's all we can do as human beings. We're living in tough times. We got to look out for each other because nobody else is going to look out for us. Certainly not the government. So anyhow, thanks a lot to our soldiers, sailors, and airmen out there for protecting us twenty four seven, three sixty five. And uh, 
you're a fireman, tough time of year to be a fireman, tough time of year to be a police officer too. You see a really, a lot of really bad, uh, disappointing things this time of year. People mm-hmm. get, uh, especially this year, I think, I think this year is going to be tough on our first responders. So, you know, if you see one and they're out, buy them a cup of coffee it, it, and, and show them that you care, put your arm around them. If they look like they look like somebody kicked their dogs, probably because somebody did, uh, you know, ask them if they want to talk, you know, see, see how they're doing, ask them how their day is going. You'd be surprised how far that really does go because uh, a lot of people are really down on those folks right now. Mm-hmm. And they shouldn't be. So you know what? Everybody out there, keep the faith. Spend some time with your families. Have a nice meal. Yeah, just don't exceed 150 people in your uh, local grocery store, okay? <laughs> Wear your T-shirts over your face. Change your change your face pamper. And everything's going to be just fine. So anyhow, everybody have a great night. Thanks a lot for listening. Thank you, everyone. On behalf of the Signal 50 podcast, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year coming up a little premature. We'll we'll see you before then, but if you don't listen, have a happy new year. Thanks a lot. Yep. Bye-bye.